We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. The, the cherries are placed at the altar for slaughter and uh, Manchester City at the Emirates will oblige. I thought there would be some better, not a segue, but metaphor no. with the cherries than a slaughterhouse, oh, fine. which doesn't really make any sense. But anyway. <laughs> um. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird. Everyone's trying to get in that holiday spirit, Andrew. I guess so. <laughs> All right, well, let's rock and roll then. Let's do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me, as always, is Andrew Laird. Andrew, I have found a reason to get excited for the Carabao Cup, or the Caribou Cup, as some people like to call it. What is it? A Carabao. It's spelled Carabao. No, no, no I mean, separate. what is the reason for excitement? Oh. Sorry, yes. I don't uh, care how it's pronounced, to be honest. <laughs> I, I'm discovering great names. So, for example, Ethan Ampadu is one of my favorite names mm. in all of soccer now. That's yeah, fun to say, Ampadu. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, if he, and if he ever scores, can you imagine, like, John Champion with a nice little flourish going, Ampadu! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> too bad he plays defense, and he likely won't score that much. Who does he play for? Chelsea. Oh. Okay. And he's oh, yeah, also, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. 
he's, he's got the dreads. He's, he looks like he's 10 years old. That guy. Mm. <laughs> A future Vitesse all-star. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but that, I mean, that's the reason why I can get excited. Not that the fact that Bristol City beat Manchester United because I really could not care less about – I don't care if Chelsea win it or lose it, to be honest. And I certainly don't care that if Manchester City put out – you know, experienced backups, but backups nonetheless, right? Like, let's, it's still let's it's still fun to not see Jose Mourinho win. It, I mean, yeah, I mean, his press conferences are always great. Better when he loses than when he wins. I'll give you that. Unless it's against Arsene Wenger, then it's great no matter what. I saw a great tweet from one of the United reporters who was following it that said something like Mourinho started his press conference by saying he didn't want to call um, Bristol City's win lucky, and then he used the word lucky like six times in his next like. <laughs> three sentences yeah i mean who keeps inventory of what they say anymore right right i mean i i know i don't <laughs> confirmed thank you <laughs> yeah we got a little uh carabao roto classico yeah, we do it, so. we, a- we we absolutely do yeah. but what arsenal also has is a friday night football match what are your thoughts on that friday night football uh i'm not a big friday night football fan i've discussed that already it does seem a little crazy to have friday night football for a team that played midweek and played 17 times this month already but what are you gonna do Play not like the regulars game. a lot of regulars played anyway so play another game on friday actually i mean i think you actually get an advantage because obviously now is the really congested part the, of the, the long break don't... to boxing day <laughs> fair enough and then again on thursday yeah <laughs> and then again the following thursday right but you do get an extended break before Boxing Day. Yeah, it is just, I mean, really when you boil de- boil it all down, like for teams that are used to playing once or twice a week, actually, like this is crazy. Yeah, you actually don't play on Boxing Day as Arsenal. No, they don't. Yeah, you play on you play the Thursday after. Yeah, so don't you say you. Get... I'm not, I don't play for this team. Fine. I have no affiliation Arsenal. with this team yeah. whatsoever other than my son having a jersey for Christmas. Does he know that yet? No. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lerdito, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I I, I couldn't help him. Right. I, I couldn't help it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we uh, we go on to the Friday night football, and it's a big one actually. Arsenal against yeah. the Liverpool side, where everything is shaping up that Liverpool actually. I, I don't I don't know if they, I think Arsenal are still considered the betting favorites, but I think if you I think if you poll a lot of people who watch a lot of soccer, I think that people are going to say that the environment is right for Liverpool to take one here. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really understand the Arsenal being favored. I mean. Being at home is probably the only reason, but I don't know how anybody could comfortably think Arsenal is going to win this one. Yeah, I think in the NFL, this would be like an Arsenal minus one and a half points. Right. Like if this was the NFL, like they're still the home favorite, but really they're the betting. Uh, uh, the 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 line is actually telling you that they think Liverpool is actually better on a neutral field. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, it all depends really what uh, Arsenal do defensively, I think, because obviously Liverpool have no problem attacking as much as they can we got a nice Alex Oxlade Chamberlain revenge game and uh you know Arsenal has actually gone back to the back four recently uh, which it's not really uh a need it seems like Kolasinic has been fit at least he's been on the bench uh, and he played in that Tuesday uh, Carabao Cup match against West Ham so I don't know if that means he's not going to play. He's not going to start this one, and they'll stick with the back four with Monreal left back and Bellerin at the right. I could see them playing like Xhaka and Coquelin instead of Jack Wilshire just to try to slow down the the Liverpool attack. But 
I mean, Arsenal have enough players that they should be able to stick around, and it's not like Liverpool are great defensively away. So I actually think there are, there are goals in this one, but I'm just not yeah, sure. I'm Arsenal, yeah, I don't think Arsenal score as many as Liverpool. Simple. As I'm that. excited to watch this one, actually. It should be uh, fun. I, I'm legitimately excited to watch it. I think it's going to be... You know, I, I tend to be more negative when it comes to the score lines of two big teams playing against each other. Uh, I sometimes fall into the trap uh, of thinking that there'll be a lot of goals, and I'm going to potentially fall into it here because I do think this one is, you know, I think this one's going to be a really entertaining game. 3-2 is not out of the question for me. I think 2-2 draw would be just fine, um, like right on par with my expectations. But I would go over 3.5 in terms of goals. Yeah, I think I mean it's aggressive, but of the when you think of like the top teams, uh, not including Man City, who puts a three on anybody, yeah. uh, these seem like the ones that that would do it. Like Tottenham, I think try to play a little more defensively when they're playing the bigger sides, and we all know what Manchester United does under Jose Mourinho. And so, and Chelsea, you know, can score a lot, but they, I don't think they tend to do that against the bigger clubs. But yeah, these two. Seem primed to put up a big game, which obviously means it'll be nil-nil. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, I mean, Liverpool away, like, they score more. I mean, they've scored 24 road goals compared to their 14 home goals. It's it's maybe out of necessity because they've given up 17 on the road, but it is... It, it does mean that they are, they're open and either... They're open and they're prone to score with their front four, or they're be or they're prone to be scored against with their terrible back four. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think a lot of it will depend on who they put in the midfield. I think that'll give kind of give away what they do. Like, if they play, I assume they'll start with Salah, Firmino, and, and Mane up front. And I can't fathom they bench Coutinho, so he'll be one. But, like, if the other two, you know, if it's Henderson and, and Chan, that tends to be a little more defensive than if they play, you know, Milner and Oxlade-Chamberlain. So... Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how, how they come out because I think those basically those two spots will kind of give away what they're trying to do. Yeah. And, and uh, just to kind of go over this again here, like 22 of Arsenal's 33 or 31 goals, excuse me, have come when they play at home. Yeah, they're, they're, 20, they're doing great at home. Yeah. And tw- well, yeah, yeah. And 24 of Liverpool's 38 goals have come on the road. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the, the numbers point to the fact that they should score. Yeah. 14. Um, I, we should kind of pref well, yeah. Fourteen home goals for Liverpool is kind of shocking. Like it's a, yeah, it's a shockingly low number. It's the same as Chelsea, but it's low. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, well, I guess you could go deeper uh, and see who they really I'll play. Put this, home, I'll so. put it this way. Uh, you know who else? You know who scored? I mean, the likes of Crystal Palace have scored twelve goals at home. Right. Like, <laughs> that's not. I mean, it is low. Yeah. This is a Crystal Palace side that took eight games to score a goal. <laughs> right, right. I mean, Everton scored 17 at home. Everton. I mean, I mean, recently they've had a little bit of a surge. Yes. Big, yeah. it's Big Sam has brought an offensive goal explosion. Yeah, juggernaut, yeah. Um, who's your favorite player in this game? Salah. Okay. I, I, I mean, I, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a chalk pick, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, I think he has. I think he has a twenty-point lead on everybody else in the official game for midfielders. Yeah, I mean, that's some, it's something when... absurd. It's I, I think I read it's something absurd. Like they, he's, I think he's got like one hundred and thirty-five, and De Bruyne's got like one hundred and ten. It's something like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you just tend not to get that many points. I mean, that many goals out of uh, 
It's actually a bigger margin. It's 135 and 113, unless that's exactly what you said. I said 135 and 110. It's a little. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but my my point is what's also crazy, uh, in just to kind of happen to be looking at it right now, the top uh, six is Salah, De Bruyne, Sterling, Silva, Ericsson, and Sane. Like four out of the top six are from Man City. Well, yeah, when you look at the top goals and top assists board, uh, I believe that three of the top five goal scorers are on Manchester City. Yep. Something like that. Yep. And and I think they also have three of the top five assist getters yep. as well. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> it's, something, it's something really crazy going on in Manchester City. It's a historically good run offensively for sure. And also, the, you know, they don't lose. Right. I think there's the greatest example of how great they are is that Raheem Sterling is actually their leading goal scorer. Oh, Raheem still making himself so much money, and he's third in the third in the you know in the league overall. Yeah, they have the top three assisters. Because because you know that's because you know that Sterling's going to like have to move on when Alexis Sanchez gets the city, right? You would think he's the one that's moving and, and, out, and he's and he's going to make himself so much money. Sure, he already did, and he's going to make even. Well, I mean, who's buying him though? Like, who's overpaying for Raheem? Not overpaying, but like, who's paying that much for Raheem Sterling? Arsenal. It's just not what they do usually. That is correct. Anyway, uh, in this game here, like we said, we think there's a ton of goals. Um, I, I would, I still wouldn't shy away from the likes of Kalasinich. Um, I'm not, I, I'm not thinking there's a clean sheet here, but it's also, you know, if you're talking about peripheral stats too, if you talk, I mean, obviously you're going to start him in a Taga, but even in a Taga perfect eleven situation, I don't think he'll need the clean sheet points to get a lot of points. Wow. Okay. I know he's been bad. Like he's not. I mean, he has been the, playing. The, Taga's goals allowed scares me away from any Arsenal option. That is true. That is true. Uh, I don't think that many people will pick any any defensive player from this game for perfect eleven. But I think of all of them, I'd be most comfortable with Kalasinich. Okay. So if Salah's first, who's second? Uh, Coutinho probably at this mm-hmm. point. Even though I want to say Sadio Mane. So then is Alexis fourth or fifth? Uh, no, he's third. Oh, so he's ahead of Mane. I, 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 he's he's ahead of Mane. Okay, but I, I it's I want I mean I really want to because I I really love Sadio Mane's game mm-hmm. and I've been an admirer for a long time. But you know when we when we when we talk about going into this game, I think it's when you look at the players that are on form and who's been the focal points recently. It's been those three guys. Mm-hmm. So. I, it's it's boring. It's a chalk pick, and it's not. It's I'm not really calling for any upsets there, but I, I still do have my, you know, fertile man crush on Sadio Mane. That's fair. Okay, then, so we can go on to the Saturday slate, which actually starts off with I think is going to be a fun game, which is Everton. Uh, the Big Sam revival is uh, the, it, it's it's at uh, it's at Everton, and they're taking on a Chelsea side. Um, Let's just put it this way: They're not really lighting the world on fire. They're just getting their job done mm-hmm. recently. Like it's not nothing's been pretty. They didn't win the group. They're going to have to be focused on getting their team ready for Barcelona, which is I know in six weeks. But they still have to find out who's going to be, you know, the right lineup for that. And then they also have in January they they have a saga coming up, I believe, with David Luiz in January, which is going to be insane. Um, but you know, it, it, for me. They, I, I still don't know why they, with they meeting Chelsea, they, they never really look dominant. They mm-hmm. look like they can be dominant. They look like they can move the ball around, and they look like they can score flurries of goals occasionally. But really, they, 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 they try so hard to be 
so workmanlike and so businesslike that they that they don't take advantage of their actual structural advantages sometimes, and it's frustrating to watch. Yeah, it seems like they – and it wasn't so much of an issue earlier in the season, but it does seem like it's one of these teams that uh, they'll win one nothing, and you'll be like, yeah, but they controlled that whole game. And it's like, well, if they did that, why didn't – this is a team that's built to to do more than just like win a bunch of one zeros. So um, – I don't know. It's a weird one. The, the big thing here is that – so you made a comment uh, last week uh, during the – whoever they played last week. Um, what Was it the West Ham match? Southampton maybe? Anyway, Marcus Alonso got a, a yellow card, and you were like, yep. well, that's great because then he, you know, he'll miss the, the Carabao <laughs> the, Cup match. Did you yep. see what happened yesterday? Nope. Murata got his fifth. So he actually <laughs> got his fifth in a Carabao Cup match off the bench – which and is now suspended this for this match. Yeah. Oh. Carabao goes both ways, Mike. Yeah. That, you know what that's called? Hustling backwards. Oh, you know, what that's <laughs> actually, you know what that's actually called? Christmas vacation for Alvaro Morata. I guess so, yeah. I'm surprised that Seth Fabregas doesn't have five yellow cards right now. So they can both go to so Spain they, together. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, must, they must not be as friendly as... Uh, oh, man, the, the guys on Real Madrid who do it. Uh, it I think it's like... Uh, it's Sergio Ramos and somebody else. They always get their suspension red car, uh, yellow cars at the same time, the and they go on vacation. Nice. Um, uh, I kind of like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like. I think Murata leading the line is their best lineup, but it's nice to see Willian back. It's nice to see Willian playing and playing like Willian. Yeah, yeah, it is nice, especially if you're in the the daily formats too, because he's probably. I mean, now he's not because you know he's going to start this time, and the, the, it's so you've been able to actually starts. I mean, uh, he's priced as if he's going to be starting, is the way I'll put it. But I mean, that's that's how they. That's, that's how not they always it. true. No, it's not, especially when you're talking about like the holiday or World Wire Holiday Cup on Yahoo. He's at a nice discount most of the time. Um, I guess. I guess. I mean, he doesn't shoot I, that much, so like the that f- fine, okay, yes, he's cheap. <laughs> he's a forward player for a fa- anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh, for the Everton side, uh, Wayne Rooney, of course, still has to be an option because Chelsea they'll give away a penalty. Uh, but uh, I think Wayne Rooney is if you have him, you're going to start him in any in any kind of season long format. Um, you know, when you look at the midfield, I still think Gilfie Sigurdsson's a good option as well. So, I mean, I think you still have Everton value. I mean, not a ton of it. I wouldn't start John Joe Kenny or anything, but you know, it's you you don't have to shy away from your you know your 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 big options. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Um, and Jordan Pickford, I think, is still fine. I mean, he, it, just for the saves. Yeah, for the potential for saves, and also, I mean, zero zero is not out of the realm of possibility. Come on, here. come on not big sam is not going to attack this chelsea side and chelsea uh, is just and chelsea is not going to be a chelsea's not going to be able to like overrun everton with a, a led by sam allardyce right mm-hmm. like it's not that's not going to happen so they're going to have to try to play this like intricate passing game and good luck chelsea have not proven to be able to do that consistently um that's fair that's fair um do you think fabregas starts uh pedro's are pretty good it's a question. I mean, I mean he did start they, the Carabao, I don't believe. Fabregas. If they play, I mean, if they play three five two, he will. But 
I mean, if you play three five two with like a Willian and Hazard up front, that's 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 small. <laughs> that's real small. Mm-hmm. And Big Sam knows how to shut you down if you're not going to be able to go over the top. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to go over the top anyway. Like Batshuayi is not starting. Well, not as what I meant, so. what no, but going over the top, like you can have a you can have a guy like Hazard run the channel and just instead of trying to pass your way through, you just lob it over and he runs in behind. That's what I'm Come talking. Come on, this is Jamie Vardy here. <laughs> No, but Hazard, Hazard's pretty quick, and also Pedro and Willian are both pretty, pretty yes. super quick. So, I think yeah. I think Hazard is more quick on the ball than sprinting no, down fair. to that's catch fair. up with. Totally fair. He's yeah. not. He's not the. He's not the burner that the other two yeah. I just mentioned are right. But you know, if the but like I said, if they only play Willian and Hazard up front, you have like one speedster option, and Hazard's going to want to drop back and get the ball anyway to be on the ball. Yeah, I think so, I think you're looking more at like a three-four-two-one. Pedro yeah, and yeah. Like behind. I said, like a three five, like a three four three or three four two one. That's fine. Yeah. Like, but because the, the the two will go out wide to get the ball if they need right. to. Anyway. Yeah. But you know, when we talk when we talk about a three, but like I said, I have no confidence that that Conte will go to a three four two one. None. I think he, if he, he especially if he wants to start Fabregas, it's definitely going to be three five two. Uh, yeah, I mean, it all depends on on Fabregas. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I if it were me, I would have Bakayoko and Conte just. You know, marauding around the midfield for sure for the, the central of the park, and then just let the width do its thing. You know, t- try to try to tire Everton out. Yeah, uh, that's the structural advantage that they don't use enough. Yeah, I mean, uh, they played that three four two one last week. Like, I think that basically, Correct. yeah, they should just do that again. I I agree, but yeah. I have no confidence that they will. Okay. Anyway, we've talked enough about this one. Let's go on to Brighton here, who take on a traveling Watford side. Uh, is Marvin Ziegler back yet? No. Oh, that's too bad. So it'll be a a, a holy boss and Jan Moss affair. Uh, Jan Mott affair. Maybe a uh, is Kiko Feminia suspended yet? Because no, that, that he, he hasn't been playing though. So yeah, I know. it's one. Yeah, it's one of them. I... It's 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 those three fighting for those two spots. Because I think some people will try to use that against Brighton. But uh, from from a from a frontline perspective, Troy Deeney getting I believe four game suspension for yep. uh, that violent action with a previous on his record as mm-hmm. well. So he's uh, he's out for four games, which means Andre Gray has a clear way to go forward here, along with Richarlison up front. Yep, we got uh, Ziegler out from his red card, Deeney out from his red card, uh, Jacore got a red card last week. Uh, Three think, straight weeks with red cards. Yeah, cleverly has is coming back from his red card. Um, so. Uh, Will Hughes is still out, um, but yeah, I mean it's still, you know, the fullbacks or wingbacks, however we want to call them, Richarlison it's, it's, and it's Etienne Capoue resurfacing yep, game. Yeah, he's he's there. Uh, the other thing is that um, Shane Duffy is out. He got his fifth yellow card, and I believe that uh, Duffy and Dunk uh, have played every minute this season. Um, let's see. Dunk has Duffy has missed uh, seventeen minutes, so, um, so such a, that's such a workmanlike sounding back line. Duffy and Dunk. Yeah, I totally agree. Love it. Um, so yeah, so you know when you have a team that, I mean, we kind of talked about this with Burnley um, at a few podcasts ago when they started dealing with some injuries, but you know having a center back pairing that is used to playing together, and now all of a sudden we have a new guy in there when one of them is possibly responsible for slowing Richarlison down, uh, that could, that could be a problem. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, Brighton's going to run into some problems defensively, but I also think Watford will as well. So I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not going to think this is like three, three or anything, but I think there are goals on both sides here. Who do you think scores them? Your boy, Tomer Ahmed. 
Sure. Or deport uh, <laughs> deporter or deport. No, wrong, wrong team. Yep, sorry, that's not what I meant. Yep. Uh, Glenn Murray can also. If it makes you feel any better, I've encountered I like multiple, it but it's not just it... you. There are a lot of people that get Brighton and Huddersfield mixed up because they they play the same game. Yeah, <laughs> and yep. they wear the same, same colors. Clothes. Yep, <laughs> like... they wear the same clothes. <laughs> they do. Um, I get. Anyway, I, I get, sorry. Yes. yes, but but Anthony Knockhart, I think, is a is a decent option uh-huh. here. Obviously, you're going to go Pascal Gross as well. Pascal Gross been playing a little farther forward recently as well. So, um, you know, that's something to for me at least to kind of look out for. Um, but do you put Richarlison ahead of everyone? Yes. Okay. I don't think second? it's close. I don't think it's close. I think it's Richarlison in a tier by himself, then yeah. everybody else kind of falls into place. Okay. But no, I think I mean Glenn Murray's got to be got to be up there because he tends he's scoring goals. Um. But it's it, there's really not. I mean, the, everyone else is kind of the same. Mm-hmm. You know, you, if you if you choose Andre Gray or Glenn Murray, you're kind of throwing a dart at the wall anyway. Um, I mean, these teams but, have one win in their last twelve combined matches. Uh, that means uh, they're both going to draw. <laughs> they only have three draws in that time. They, somehow these teams are staying where they are on the table, but they've been pretty bad recently. That's because the Premier League after the top six has really not been very good this year. Yeah, the, the, this the, year? Calling, calling spades a spade. <laughs> um, but it, it, one, of the, one of the hotter teams in the league is Crystal Palace, and they're in like 16th or 13th or something like that. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know if they're quite as hot as you think they are, but. Sure. No, I, no when you, when I, the fact that they are actually like putting up points. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. They, they're they 14th. Play, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but, but it's, 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 it's been, I mean, that's what, but what I mean though, is like the teams that are actually like kind of pulling themselves up to get, pulling themselves together and actually performing well are the teams that were really, really struggling in the beginning, like, like Crystal Palace, like Everton. Yeah. So Watford's currently 10th and they're 10 points ahead of Swansea and they're 30 points behind Man City. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> let, let, let's. Not, I mean, I don't even want to go to first. But everyone else is playing. You're right. You're right. They're everyone 19 points behind first United. First place is decided. Yeah. First so, place has been decided. Yeah. 19 points behind United, who are in second, and 10 points away from 10th, from 20th. Yeah. Th- I mean, this is this is this is one of those. This is a year where like it's really just six teams and everybody else. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's one team. And everybody one, else. one team, team, then five, then teams, five then right, <laughs> right, <laughs> very well put. All right, so let's go on to the one team here, which is Manchester City and the sacrificial lambs this week, Burnmouth. Uh, so basically, uh, the the cherries are placed at the altar for slaughter, and uh, Manchester City at the Emirates will oblige. I thought there would be some better, se- not a segue, but metaphor no. with the cherries than. A slaughterhouse, oh, which doesn't really make okay. any sense. But anyway, um, <laughs> the, 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 the cherries will be the garnish on the drinks that Manchester City will drink after they toast to uh, the slaughter of Burnmouth. How's that? Better, but yeah. Anyway, it's still weak, right? Um, like, come on. So like, Man City has won 16 in a row. Right now they have uh, Burnmouth on Saturday. Then they play at Newcastle, at Crystal Palace, home against Watford. I mean, that's... That's easily to 20, right? And then mm-hmm. they play at at Anfield, which will be fun. But um, 
I don't know how you could make any case for playing any Burnmouth player in this game. No, absolutely not. Including Asmir Begovic. No. No, There's yeah, no. No. Nope. <laughs> no, because like if you're thinking like, oh, like they'll take like twenty shots, like no. Yeah, just, no. Just, it no. uh the only even, even if he gets ten saves, I still think he'll only get ten points. Yeah. At at best, <laughs> yeah. The um yeah, the only thing that is going on with City is that David Silva is apparently de- dealing with some sort of serious family issue and nobody really knows what it is as if it's any of our business but uh, I think he's still out and so we could see Ilkay Gundogan or I assume he'll he'll take his spot but uh, played very well last week in that spot. Uh-huh. He's good. He's very yeah, good. I, I had Gundogan in my lineup last week for for the Tagore Premier League. It yeah. Was, it proved to be very beneficial. Yeah. It's um Yeah. He's great and all of their players are great. Jesus started the uh, Carabao Cup match on Wednesday, so I assume Aguero comes back in. And who do you think, if you could only take one guy from this game, who do you take? That's it. I can't. <laughs> um, uh, man. De Bruyne. Over Aguero? Or was he it, not even second? Hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Like, they're all... They're, they're, we just discussed it, right? They have the top, like, three of the top five goal scorers and assist getters, right? Like, you got to be like, and some of them are in both. Some right. Of them are in both categories, right? right? Like, Leroy Sané and De Bruyne are in both categories. What surprised me about the top assist getters is that Aaron Ramsey's in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was surprising to learn. Anyway, uh, but Ramsey's from a city side, that way. To- from a city side, like, there's like, there's six guys offensively that you have to think about. Yeah. Um. So... Fan Futsal, which is one of our sponsors now, um, and we've talked about them. Like I've, uh, you know, done their read for a few weeks, and basically their game is you pick like a team attack or a team defense, or you get the basically a team goalkeeper, and you pick five of them each week, and there's a salary cap, and so um, every week it's like, well, obviously take the Man City attack, and. They're obviously priced significantly more than everybody else, but like they keep destroying people. <laughs> and yeah. so you're like, yeah, I'll take the Man City attack. And then you just, you are essentially you left with like terrible defenses, but that's what it is. It's like I, every team I build, if I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I'll go with, uh, with Spurs this week. Cause they're playing Burnley in the attack. Cause you only get one. I mean, you can take multiple attacking spots, but obviously Spurs are going to be expensive too. But every build I make without Man City, I'm just like, Man City's going to kill fill in the blank. And I'm like, I can't not have them. Mm-hmm. And so every week, I'm every time I'm going into this lineup, it's like I te- take Man City and it's like, all right, how am I going to make up all the yeah. defensive spots? But like, you know, we've in, talked in about that- this for so long. Like defense is so unreliable anyway. Yeah. That like, and, and usually attacking points can be fairly unreliable. And Man City, it's just like, I'm. it's going to get to the point where they're going to have to price Man City so high that I literally can't even roster any other team. <laughs> and that's when I'm going to have to stop taking people on fan futsal yeah. or yeah, taking I, Man City I, on fan futsal. Yeah, I, I mean, I would be willing to spend up to like 75% of my budget. Mm-hmm. It's getting it, there. They This week, they, it, it's surprisingly high. It was, I got to the point where I, I, I usually build the team and then I see how much I'm over. And I think I was over with like, two spots left this week and it was like, okay, I got to 
figure something out. And there's never a consideration of, well, let me toss City out because they're the there's really what's pulling my salary down. It's like, no, no, no. I need to figure out if Huddersfield can get a, a result at Southampton defensively so that I can pay up for Man City. Anybody Perfect wants transition. to get sorry, Perfect if anybody transition. wants to get in on that, it's fanfutsal F A N F U T S A L dot com. Very fun game. Perfect transition. Huddersfield travel to Southampton. Yeah. Are you picking that Huddersfield defense to get a result against Southampton? Only because I have Man City in my attack. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know what to I mean, I say this every week and it still applies. I don't know what to do about Southampton. The positive for me now is that I'm not hesitating playing people against them. Yeah, correct. Cedric looks like he's going to miss out. Bertrand is questionable. And so that theoretically may give us a cheap fullback somewhere. But I, I just, you never know who's going to start, which makes it really difficult in formats that lock ahead of time. You, you basically know it's going to be Van Dyke. You know it's Forster. It, it wasn't Van Dyke last week. Did he not start last week? Mm. It was Hot and Yoshida. Oh, awesome. I wasn't sure if they did three. Oh, you're right. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, Forster's going to play. I wish we had a sound effect for that. Yeah, yeah. We need a, a soundboard. You're right. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, once you're like, okay, I, I'm comfortable with Tadic, and then he sits, or Romeo, or, um, you know, you never know when Ward Prowse is going to play. And so it's just like, it's very difficult to do that. And this this game week at least gives us the benefit of, um, you know, if you're playing in Taga, it's not like they're the late game where you're kind of stuck if this guy doesn't play. Um, but still, like, yeah. I'd be perfectly content playing Aaron Moy, Tom Ince, Rajiv Van Lapara, oh. any of them. So remember last week when I made a whole big stink about Tom Ince? Yeah. And he was then great. he didn't play. Did he not play? <laughs> nope. Uh, oh, he, well, he came on, though. Yeah. yeah. He didn't start. Three shots, two shots on goal, two chances created in 71 minutes. Yeah, but he didn't start. No, he didn't. So, so Chichunga's out long play. term now. So yeah, but I yeah, but yeah, but I couldn't play him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was brutal. It was yeah. brutal for me, man. I would happily it, play anybody from Huddersfield now. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, David Silva is confirmed out, which I'll oh, know. Okay. Which if David Silva is confirmed out, I'm going to put in Tom Ince, and I'll have Ince, Ince and Moy in my lineup this week yeah. for the top of Premier League. I, I, yeah, I, there's just no, there's nothing that I'm seeing from Southampton that makes me think. I need to hesitate playing them, which is not, which I mean, probably hasn't been the case. I mean, should be the case all season, but certainly of late, they're just awful. Yeah. And I'll be, uh, I'll be uh, adjusting my lineups while traveling internationally in the air. It'll be fun. No, It'll be expensive. Be <laughs> yeah. Uh, but actually that, that's going to be great. Actually, I'll be flying and there'll be lots of Premier League action on and I'll be on a plane. So I'll, I won't even know I'm traveling. Because you can watch it, or correct, correct. Because yeah. I can watch it. Because it's JetBlue, I can watch oh, it. I can watch it. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for both the travel and actually to watch uh, Tom Ince play. That would be fun. Yeah, just it, what you it, want to do on your holiday. It's, yeah, well, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that Manchester City Burnmouth will likely be the ten o'clock game that is shown. Probably. Probably. Or Brighton Watford. They may surprise us all. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we'll move on to a uh, well. Actually, we'll move on to the yeah. We'll move on to Stoke and West Brom, another game that's super super exciting. Yeah. Uh, so for Stoke, it's nobody that you like, and it's West Brom. It's no. Actually, you know what? Jordan Shakiri. I think a lot of people are probably gonna yeah absolutely. be pretty high on this weekend. Maybe some Chupa Moting, but uh, on a West Brom side, 
it's just gross all no matter what way you put it right i'm struggling to find guys i want to play um the apparently so polite. say what you yeah. mean it's awful apparently uh matt phillips is is back and so i don't know if he starts but you usually think about phillips uh chris brunt played well off the bench last week and i wonder if he'll get a spot back in i'd be struggling to play him though Uh, i mean stoke have been pretty horrific defensively so it's not like we need to shy away from them Uh, there's always salomon rondon or jay robson yeah James McLean has been playing recently. Krakowiak got off the bench. I, I mean, um, we use this phrase a decent amount, but I think it certainly applies here. West Brom is just a bunch of guys. West Brom is a Tony Pulis team without the Tony Pulis. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, that's, like we're gonna, the worst of, that's the worst of both of it. Yeah. We'll preview uh, Tony Pulis's next team quite soon. Oh, man. Are you saying that he's going to Swansea to take on Crystal Palace? Well, I don't know if he's going to take on Crystal Palace that quickly. Actually, I saw that Leon Britton will be um, the caretaker (laughs) manager. Didn't he play for Swansea like last year? Like last week. (laughs) Like he I believe he's played for them like this year. Um, Now I have to look it up on our. Rotowire.com slash soccer. I, I, I think I saw you say on Twitter that, uh, you, uh, spoiler alert, it's not Bob Bradley. <laughs> yeah, I did say that. Yeah, um, Britain has started four matches this year. And he'll be in charge. Isn't that um, – somebody else did that. It wasn't Sherwood, but it, who took over – Sherwood, no. Um, I can't remember who it was. But this has happened fairly recently. Um, and – that guy's not managing anymore anyway. So, so I don't know if it's really a, apparently Britain has been trying to get into managing. And so they're just going to throw him right into the fire. All right. Uh, back to Stoke and West Brom really quickly. Oh yeah. Sorry. It's Jordan Shakiri, Chuang and then nobody else. Right. Um, or do you think that West Brom are bad enough that you can try to sneak in an Eric Peters or a Jack Butland even? Uh, I, I would do my best to not, have to rely on the Stoke defense. Kind of like it, you could, you're, you're applying the Southampton principle. Basically you're, you're going to try that as best you can to not depend yeah. on yep. blank. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think yep. Pardew, I think Alan Pardew is a horrific manager. And so I would never rely on a West Brom defense. And until they start scoring, I'm going to stay away from scoring as well. Fair enough. So let, let it, let, let it, let, let's do look at Swansea and Crystal Palace a little more closely here. I think a lot of people are going to like Tammy Abraham, and I think most people are going to really enjoy uh, Wilfred Zaha. Uh, yeah, I, th- <clears throat> I think both of them are great plays. I really like Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Uh, I think Zaha and Cheek actually are the better options this week than Kabai or Townsend. Uh, Benteke is out uh, for suspension. It feels like he didn't even play that much. Like It's it it like astonishing that he's already gotten to five yellow cards like he'd be at 12 if he had played the entire time but he'd be um, in Ho- jose holy boss territory. right yeah exactly um but yeah the the swansea i mean who knows what we're going to get out of the new leon britain led swansea so gross uh, the weird thing is, is that they're it's not bob bradley got fired because they were so bad defensively and part of the reason they were so bad defensively is because they were giving up goals early and then um bradley basically just tried to catch up and when you do that you get really exposed defensively and that's kind of what happened i think his last game or one of his last games they lost like five or six nothing and the reason is because he was like we need to catch up like we're not gonna we can't bunker down he he didn't care about goal differential (laughs) right 
Um, so Paul Clement came in and basically tightened them up defensively, and now they can't score. Um, and Crystal Palace is hardly a great defensive side, but um, I don't think Swansea's really that good defensively, even though they haven't given up a ton of goals. And I think it's more players like Loftus-Cheek and Zaha that will do damage as opposed to, you know, uh, Townsend crossing into Benteke. So I think the two of them just attacking the Swansea defenders and their whoever their defensive midfielders are going to be, I think, um, I think is going to pay off for them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I mean, the, yeah, it, it, Swansea. I mean, I don't know if I want. I mean, I ranked Tammy Abraham pretty well, but like I. I don't want to play Tammy Abraham under Leon Britton's new leadership. <laughs> um, I mean, you're really playing him against Crystal Palace. You're playing Swansea yeah. forward against Palace, which I is an understandable. But in reality, right, you're playing a Swansea side. You don't know what their tactics are going to be. You don't know what the formation is going to be. You don't know what the lineup's going to be. And it's just like, if, if you're talking about the official game, like you can't, like Sw- Tammy Abraham's a pretty popular budget forward, right? Like, you know who I'm I, starting in FPL this week? Jordan Ayew. Oh, I thought you were going to say like Dwight Gale. No, no, no. Uh, Jordan Ayew is like my budget forward. And based on all of the um, rotations, like I currently have him starting ahead of Gabriel Jesus. Mostly because oh. I know Jesus will play at some point. But I don't know what he's going to do. I, I played him last know, week and got the minus one. Start thing. minute zero or minute 60. Well, regard, right. I mean, either way. That the as crazy as it sounds, the the upside is Jordan Ayew at home against Crystal Palace, knowing he's going to start. Whereas Jesus probably won't start. Gave me a minus one for his missed penalty last week. I mean, that just assume, guarantees he'll have a hat trick off the bench. But um, I don't mind. Like, I agree with you that who knows what we get out of Swansea. But I mean, you're not playing a guy against Crystal Palace. You're fearing Roy Hodgson. No, I'm fearing Leon Britton. <laughs> Why? We don't know. I would rather fear the un- I would rather fear the uh the known. Okay. Fine. Uh, uh <laughs> fearing the known uh uh West Ham West Ham now I think you kind of have to get on board here a little bit with what West Ham is doing. Uh, as they take or they are at home taking on a Newcastle side, Newcastle side who now sit in relegation. Uh, so the 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 Rafalution is is now looking back and looking like it's going to the Rafa Championship again. Uh, it, it's uh, a tale of two cities right now, a little bit. They have one point in their last six games. They meaning Newcastle. Newcastle, yeah. Um, speaking of that town, have you seen Sunderland lately? Aren't they like going to go down to like the third? Division They're going now? down again. Yep, yeah. they are currently sitting. Dude, I, I told you that I told you two years ago they stunk out loud. Oh, like man. before, because I, I, I I think I was the only person who had like Sunderland being relegated two years ago. It was a year too early. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, yeah, but like this team is bad. Yeah, they're they're one point out of relegation in the uh, in the championship. Yeah, and how and how's and how's Burrow doing in the championship to complete the triumvirate of the Northeast? They're tenth. Great. So, so they won't be back up either. No. Okay. Oh no. Yeah, they won't be back. Um, but yeah, Newcastle. I. I don't. I mean, they they need that ownership transfer now. 
they they need it they need it, they need it done before the January window so they can do the spending that Rafa obviously wants he he obviously wants to spend on different players and he just can't because the ownership's not going to do anything until that deal is settled because he doesn't want to take on extra debt until the sale it, it it drives down the price of his sale yeah i don't i don't think that's wrong um and yeah i mean there's nothing i mean it seems like you should be able to play Matt Ritchie now but I would rather take plenty of the other guys on the West yeah, West Ham side. Absolutely. Lanzini I mean, is suspended. Uh, he got the retroactive two matches for diving, which as he should have, yep. he earned that. Yep. Well, yeah, well that, earned. That, that, see, that was the evil twin, right? He got the facial hair for the evil twin, and now yeah. he's like embracing that role. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know what that where that leaves. You know, free kicks that he had been taking. Although, I mean, he had uh, been pretty good. Uh, Arnautovic has looked good least recently. Antonio, it's weird. My, uh, somehow this team has gotten better. Uh, Antonio has been leading the line, but he has been not that great. Uh, so, no, you know, hold on. That's not. He's not. He hasn't been great in fantasy. In real right. life, he has opened up the yes. avenue for everyone else to be great. Because what he can, that's kind of what I was talking about before. He has the ability. David Moyes, he wants to play route one, like over the top, just chase the ball down, close it down, and then then you get, take possession in the offensive third. And the way that he can do that is because Mikel Antonio never runs out of energy, and he's right, really until he pulls quick. his hamstring. Correct. Um, oh, I'm not saying it, 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 that is absolutely correct. He's playing a very risky strategy that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess his theory is if he's always running, his muscles will be loose. Yeah, <laughs> that is certainly one way to look at it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, unfortunately, right. From, from a fantasy perspective, it means nothing to me. But um, I just wonder what what we'll see, because this game could be pretty brutal. This game could be brutal. I think I actually think it's going to be like two nothing West Ham. Wow. OK. Like one, two, nothing. Like two, two, like a late second. Okay. Put it away. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see a reason to be optimistic about Newcastle. So, I mean, few do. Right. <laughs> Let's be honest. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, just all a right. matter of how everybody lines up. That's all. Let's go to the feature game of Saturday. It stands by itself. Uh, it is Burnley at home against Spurs. Burnley did it to Spurs at Wembley, right? It, can Spurs return the favor? Uh, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, James Tarkowski is suspended. By, um, by the way, by the way, this is a Burnley side that's ahead of Tottenham in yeah, the table. Yeah, sure is. Yeah. Top of the table, six-pointer. Or, you know, top half of the table. Um <laughs> The yeah, so kind of we mentioned this before that uh, the battle for Europa spot. Yeah, so Burnley have been like good defensively, and a lot of it is because, um, a lot of it's because they are so consistent in terms of who they play, and so now Tarkowski's out. Uh, Loton has been kind of banged up. We don't know if he's going to come back in. Uh, Stephen Ward might not play either. So now we're having we have basically three quarters of their back four are different than the group that they're had been used to playing. Um. So no Robbie Brady and Spurs are significantly better. Uh, so I actually don't think, like I think Tottenham should have a fairly easy time in this one. I'm not as enthusiastic about the Burnley defense as I usually am. Yeah, though that, that that's a very compelling that's a very very compelling reason. Uh, I'll I'll give you that. Um, is it? But is it the system? We, we've talked about this too. Is it the system or is it the players? Because we all thought Michael Keane was a big loss for them, and it wasn't. 
And then we thought that, oh, Matthew Lillard may throw it off a little. No, Phil Barsley did just fine. Yeah, that's like, fair. It, Phil, Phil bleeping Barsley did just fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that Again, I, it, I've given Sean Dyche credit for the system. You're right. I should probably continue that. Maybe I'm just a little higher on Tottenham than I should be. Yep, 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 absolutely. Uh, yeah, totally, totally, 100% correct. And for me, on the Tottenham side, um, I, I'm playing everybody. Yep. No, I, I I don't think this game is going to have a ton of goals from Burnley anyway, maximum of one, like their right, because it's season average, right? Yeah, so I'm not afraid to play any of them. Uh, Tottenham, though, they've not been great for getting clean sheets, so you know I wouldn't shy away from Berg Goodmanson. Wow. Okay. You know, because I still think that there's going to be opportunity. Burnley at home. Uh, Spurs will Spurs will open up because they need the three points, and Burnley can counter. Uh, I brought Hugo Lloris in on my FPL team today. Solid choice by you. You know he's going to play. All right. It's uh, more for their upcoming schedule, yes, which includes this match. But um, yeah, I don't I don't see Burnley scoring against Tottenham. Again. All right. Let's. Let's uh let's head to the big finish here. It's, uh, there's no Sunday slate. It's just Friday and Saturday, so we have uh, another game here, which is going to start at 4:45, 2:45, 2:45. Excuse me, I can't do math. Uh, we have uh, uh yeah, because 14 is two. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Leicester are at home against Manchester United on a Saturday night affair in yeah. England here. So, uh, this is not very common, but we are going to uh see a Manchester United side. Uh, licking its wounds from the Carabao Cup, if you will, uh, and a Leicester side that are looking a lot better under Claude Puel, and Riyad Mahrez especially has been a revelation in the past month or so, uh, except the fact that they got blasted by Crystal Palace 3-0 last week. Right, other than that, yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of a weird team, and I think that's what we'll say about Leicester kind of from now on, is we shouldn't really yeah, be it, surprised about any well, result. When When does the new manager bump end? And it may have been last week. I, I guess. I mean, I think it's just kind of what Leicester is as a club or as a team. You know, where they'll have good results. They'll drop ones against teams they shouldn't. They, but they that's are just a mid-table of, side. Yeah, absolutely. That's the, that's what a, This is what a mid-table side looks like. We usually say that about Southampton. Now we're saying it about Leicester. Yeah, yeah. They have a positive goal differential, which um, they're, only eight clubs have that. So, um you know they can score. Come on, let, come on! Don't mislead everyone. That's a plus one. Okay, it's the minimum positive goal differential. Yeah. yeah. Non-negative. <laughs> Two away from that. So what's really what's really funny is that they're pretty much the same team at home as on the road. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they are just even, Steven. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's Except one of these things that like inconsistent. You, you wouldn't right. You wouldn't be shocked if they won this game. Uh, I would be. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like one of these random results that Leicester have been no. able to scrape out. No, 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 okay. no. Not after the beating that uh, that Jose Mourinho and Manchester United have taken over the past two days. No, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, just just no. I think this is I think this is a bare bottom spanking actually. Wow. Okay. Um. Paul Pogba back as well. Yeah. Yeah. Pogba's back. Antonio Valencia looks like he's going to miss out. Whatever. Jesse Lingard has started five straight Premier League matches. I think has that's been what great. the number is. Um, so helps that, helps that Paul Pogba was out. Uh, he wasn't really playing. In, he's been playing instead of oh, Martial, he or he's been playing yeah, in a ten. He, so 
Yeah, it's they they have to kind of change the system without Pogba. That's what I'm trying to say. I guess, I guess. Um, and no Fellaini either, right? Mod so has been pretty to... good. Yeah. Again, like Herrera and Herrera mostly played in in Pogba spot. Lingard's yeah. been much more forward, but Lukaku scoring again, which is always dangerous for people. Zlatan finally got his first uh, goal of the year in that Carabao Cup. I'm sure that's why he decided to come I, back to play. I actually those. I think it'd be really fun to see a 4-4-2 and have Stop. both Zlatan and Lukaku up front. I think it'd be fun really about fun. that. There's no way that works. No, it doesn't, but I think it'd be really fun. <laughs> I think it'd be really fun to see. Yeah, I, the yeah. Twin Towers approach and they'd have like quadruple towers because you can have like Modic and Pogba in the middle of the midfield. So like there's, there's like a ton of big there's a ton of tall there. Just I'm, saying. No thanks. Okay, fine. Uh anyway, I do think it's Manchester United by a lot. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I love I love Pogba in this one. I wouldn't like it in FPL because you need to know I'm not 100% positive that he'll start, but I'm he'll start. pretty he'll Yeah, start. I think so. I think so. But you know, I love Pogba in this one. I love Lukaku because he scores against the bad teams or the not elite teams is the way I'll put it. Uh and I don't I don't need a clean sheet for those two guys to be valuable, right? So, um I'm I'm pretty confident in Manchester United's ability to score against a, a Leicester side that aren't great. I actually didn't rank Harry Maguire very highly like I usually do. Yeah. So that was surprising. Yeah, so you know, that's that that's what I think about this game, really. Okay. I can't be more transparent than that. Okay. I mean, obviously if a goal scores it's Jamie Vardy, right? Meaning for Leicester, not the whole game. No, Riyad Mahrez has got to be up there too if you think that someone's gonna score a goal. Riyad Mahrez has been great. Except for last week. Yeah, I guess I'm more thinking of like how United would give up a goal. I just don't see it's it. it's just on the counterattack, and those two guys are the counterattack. Like, yeah. It's one of those two. I see it much more. Or Jamari Gray could run past a lot of people. I mean, it's it's not it's, it wouldn't be inconceivable. It's also I'm not like, saying it wouldn't inconceivable. Be inconceivable that 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 Demarai Gray doesn't even play. Right. But I just mean you know, I I think it's much more likely that Vardy is the one who scores. Well, last week, well, last week I was watching a little bit of the Leicester game, and the commentators were saying that Demarai Gray is slowing the play down too much because he's dribbling too much by himself. Could be uh, for Leicester. So I mean, just something to. And if he does that against United, I'm sure he won't play very long. But mm-hmm. uh, that's just yeah. You know, it's it, tactically, I just think it's it, it's not the right matchup for Leicester. It's just not. Mm-hmm. Okay. No one's going to surprise Jose Mourinho with a counterattack. <laughs> you know what I mean? His team doesn't set up that way. Right. Well, that's fair. All right. And on that note, we will end this episode of the Road to Wire Fancy Soccer Podcast. Uh, the lineup will be a little bit different the next time the podcast is on because I will be on vacation. Uh, I wish everyone the best of luck over this holiday period. Uh, and, Andrew, I will catch you in a couple of weeks. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to the Road to Wire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.